You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. Uh, we got a big show planned today. I, I'm just laughing at Daniel Hackett. Of course we should have gone for it. Yeah, of, of course. We all knew that on Monday night, Nate. <laughs> it took you to Tuesday afternoon to figure this out. Uh, Seamus McGee is going to join us uh, next hour. BetMGM lead trader. Michael Beller, executive producer of the Athletic Football Show, later on in the show. So a lot to get to. We'll start looking ahead to Thursday Night Football, Week 2 line movement that we're seeing here across the NFL. And um, and we'll dive into some stat leader futures across the NFL. But we can start with all of that. Uh, we had some baseball last night, which was interesting to touch on. And then um, we let's just start with Hackett. We didn't get to talk with Aaron about it yesterday. Joe, Nathaniel Hackett, I mean, there's two ways you could go about it, right? Coaches do this all the time. And they make a bad decision. They could double down. Or they could say, oh, you know what? I, I should have done the other thing. Hackett decided to be honest and say, you know what, man, I made a mistake. So I appreciate that. It doesn't come off, though, as he knows what he's doing. Not, not at any point if, since I've watched him, Aaron, that do I feel like Nathaniel Hackett has any idea what he's doing right now. Yeah, the term way in over your head is kind of what came to mind watching that game. And just even watching Russell Wilson, like, looking around and then i was watching the manning cast and Peyton's like time out time out and you're just like what is going on right now everything is crazy it seemed like they didn't know what they were doing it it seemed like wow this should have been the preseason game where you kind of get this kind of stuff ironed out with you know a new system a new head coach new quarterback but yeah that's a disaster but you know i think it is right to admit he was wrong um, but how many more times is he going to be doing this is the question. <laughs> I don't know how you guys expect me to start the show off normal when on the BetQL network moments before our show starts, I hear a father son fight between Jenks and the Donkster. I, I don't, I don't know how I <laughs> move on from this. They were yelling at each other. They were working it out. Maybe they were laying on the couch at the therapist. I'm not sure, but he's like, no, you're the chalk donkey. No, you're the <laughs> going over the baseball card. All right. Behind the scenes here, I mean, <laughs> we need the we need this audio for later in the show. I need to hear this. We need yes. to bring our audience, whatever the hell Joe's talking about right now. I need to hear this. I don't. I'm sad oh. I missed it. Here we are talking. I thought the lead was going to be Giselle wants Tom Brady no. at home more during the season. No. God. <laughs> That's been so strange too, like in the sideline interviews or when he was interviewed Sunday night after the game, just asking Tom about that, but kind of tiptoeing around it. That's, I would not want to do that. It is so uncomfortable every time he's at a microphone. Honestly, okay, so 
the all all owners are billionaires but the new broncos owner at what point I, I, we laughed about it yesterday joe g but at what point if this guy has just if he's making mind-numbing mistakes like this there's a thing called sunk costs does it does it get so bad i mean he was so bad I don't remember seeing a debut like that. Now, he's also getting killed because he was an island game, and that's what everybody was watching. It's the first Monday night game. You've got Joe and, Joe and Troy. You've got the Manny cast. Like, everybody's watching that game. They're all hyped for football. So that made it, you know, 10 times as bad for Hackett. And then if you saw him after the game talking, I he was talking so fast, I don't know what he was saying. SVP, like, he broke into it. He's like, all right, we're going to let coach take a breath, okay? And we'll maybe we'll come back to that. Like it what he knew he was going to come under fire and boy has he. I felt like that was the only way for him to take that approach. He can't double down and and fight and I mean because any argument he would make, people would say, "Well, look at McManus, 62 plus and you're going for 64 and you're not in the thin air. You're on the road and you guys had trouble all game. And what about the play comp? clock and what about how you were using your running back rotation when you're using your second best running back in key spots so I felt like it was the only approach that Hackett could possibly take and maybe he's trying to buy a little time with the media because that is a team when you make that move when you make that payment to Russell Wilson the expectations are heightened and people assume that they're a Super Bowl contender right now I don't quite agree with it Everything is new there, coach, coordinators, quarterback. But, uh, yeah, that was a smart thing for him to do. He had to because he knows it was bad. So kind of spinning it forward, how would you guys, you know, are you going to fade the Broncos? Because the Texans didn't look as bad as I thought. They were a little bit of a surprise to me. I was texting you guys, you know, in the group text on the weekend about it. I don't know. I mean, minus nine and a half. That's a lot. That's a lot to ask of this Broncos team after what we saw. Yeah. So here's how I'd approach it. I don't feel as comfortable with the Broncos in week two. Like before the season, that was this was a spot I was looking at. Like the Broncos first home game, maybe a survivor spot. I don't feel comfortable with the Broncos right now. Like I think they'll win this mm-hmm. game. Home opener. Texans played an overtime game. Like I, I, if you ask me who's going to win, I will say the, tech, the Broncos will win. But I don't feel great about it. No, I mean it's. And Jody, your point about the the Super Bowl um, potential or expect expectations, I think it's unfortunate for them because people follow patterns, right? We do it as sports fans and betters. Oh, two mm-hmm. years ago, Brady goes to a team that has some talent. Boom, Super Bowl. Matt Stafford goes to a team, has talent. Boom, Super Bowl. Oh, it's Russell Wilson's turn. Guess what? Those teams had established coaches. Bruce Arians, and had, Bruce Arians had one Russ- game. Sean McVay had one to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff. Who the hell is Nathaniel Hackett? We've done nothing. Nothing. <laughs> On top of that, Russell Wilson was underwhelming the last two seasons. And oh, oh by the way, too. I did call it. People on Twitter were so surprised and thought it was classless that the Seahawks fans were booing him. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> I loved it. Loved every know. second of it. It was just such, and it was also not not the coaching blunder as much, but I guess the kicking woes, and it's not his fault. It was just what happened with the weekend. All the big favorites lose, except for Baltimore, and then kicking was a problem in almost every game. And then, like again, the, the coaches put it all on the kickers. Uh, as far as this one, I had this circled as a survivor spot, a big survivor spot. 
we we felt all offseason this is a trouble spot for the Broncos, and it obviously was. And then they come back home, come back home. It's Houston coming in early in the season. Teams adjusting to that atmosphere have historically always had a very hard time. It's 10, nine and a half in some spots. I don't feel comfortable in Survivor. I think they'll win, but after watching that, at the risk of overreaction, I would rather use the Broncos in a, let's say, Survivor, for example, in the second half of the season after Mm -hmm. they have more time. And boy, did you see the teams that didn't play their quarterbacks in the preseason. Terrible record. Terrible record in week one. I think it was three and seven uh, straight up, the quarterbacks that didn't play. So I I wonder if we're going to see some sort of an adjustment to next preseason. Could be. I mean, that's a new trend around the NFL. And it obviously, uh, it backfired a little bit for these teams this week. It was an interesting week one, you know, just with the the new coaches for the most part did really well, Aaron. They were 4-0 heading into Monday Mm -hmm. night, then Hackett obviously lost. But that's one of those things we talked about, like, oh, maybe the new coaches would lose. Well, they all did well. I mean, your guy, Kevin O'Connell, Kirk Cousins, I mean, they did well then the first year head coaches. And then Hackett, poor Hackett's the only one that can't win. Looking like Yeah, and maybe it's – I think also when you factor in, you know, uh, a new quarterback, you know, the Broncos have a lot of new things, although so did the Bears, and they impressed me, you know, with new coordinators, new head coach, um, second-year quarterback. So, I mean, gosh, it was almost to me like a playoff situation in week one. You really don't know what you're going to get, a lot of chaos, and it was fun. But it it is – I got to remind myself not to overreact as we move forward. But, you know – Maybe I am a little bit, but I also think we learned some things. We were looking for Broncos win total under, and there's a nine and a half out there. Are they getting the 10 wins in that division? With that, they have the worst coach in the division. I don't think it's close, right? Clearly. Yeah. yeah I think it's, I mean, yeah, I mean, do, third best quarterback, right? Maybe, for, maybe fourth. We'll see how Carr is. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. He was terrible I would say on third. Sunday. I would say third, but yeah. but, yeah. but uh, they don't have the one or two. I mean, that's clear. The one or two play each other tomorrow. That's that's the game mm-hmm. tomorrow. That's Mahomes and Justin Herbert. So yeah, we did learn something there in the ASS. Quickly, uh, we played the highlights there at the baseball last night. Aaron Judge two home runs. We we were talking about a what two weeks ago, three weeks ago. One book was posting the, his home run total right at sixty one and a half. Obviously, that was let it was there for a reason. That's the AL record. Roger Maris. He's going to do this. It's 57th home run last night, Aaron. He's going to hit 62 home runs. I don't know how many hits more than that. But Why did we he's going the over home run numbers. props? I'm just losing money now. That was that was a lot. Just bet Aaron Judge every day. It worked I'm for you. Kidding. I mean, it did. Yeah. <laughs> One of my friends who's a fan. Yankees fan just bets them every day, too. It's just. You know, it's amazing to see what Aaron Judge has been able to accomplish this season. And we are wondering if he could stay healthy. And sure enough, he's been able to put it all together so far. And people want to give Shohei Otani the American League MVP. You can't. I'm sorry. And I, it's, and I respect everything he's done. Been on an awesome run. He's been pitching more compared to when Joe Madden was the manager. But you can't. I think the books have it right. It's already been decided. It was probably decided a month ago that judge is going to be your American League MVP. But speaking of home run props, Jake Hassan gave one out, Aaron. He called a Brayu. He hit one deep. I was happy to see that because yes. I need the Sox to, to win some games this week. So that that was a good play. And, you know, it's 
an irrelevant game for one side. But in the betting world, I thought it was a bigger, big story, but it didn't seem like it was covered as much. DeGrom, people like Joe Giglio bet him every single time. And he went over. He went over last night. Didn't pitch great, but he went over the strikeout prop. So not yet, yeah, not in the outs recorded, because we talked about that. He just missed right. that by a hair, just under the outs recorded. But the Mets went off at minus 460, and they Insane. lost outright. Minus 200. Remember when minus 300? Remember when yeah. minus 300 was insane? Minus 460. Cubs beat the Mets back-to-back games. It's the biggest dog to win in baseball all year. I think it was plus what? What was the other side? Plus the three-something. It's crazy. At least 350 at most spots. Yeah. I don't ever remember seeing a number higher than 460, Joe. Wow. I don't, I don't, I don't ever I love betting uh, MLB favorites, so I don't remember seeing that high either. Yeah. Wow. I mean, crazy. I wonder now they lost, so maybe there's an adjustment. The Cubs are bad, but they're not the worst team in baseball. I wonder if there's a Degrom oh. start on tap against the Nationals or the you know let's just say the Nationals right down the stretch of the season. Do do we see a bigger number or is there an adjustment now because everyone sees like oh no wait a second Cubs just beat them you know we can't hang a, a minus five hundred in a baseball game. So he has two four six eight starts this year. And that was his third loss. So if you're betting the Mets every time DeGrom's on the mound, you've got to be losing money. Sure. Got to yeah. be. Yeah. Because those three well, losses. Think... Yeah. And he doesn't I mean, there's go probably not... people who put that in a parlay yesterday. And... Of course. Yeah. Oof. Right. The danger is would... he doesn't go eight innings. Yeah. He goes six, right? Maybe seven on his best days. That's So you still have to play with some fire there. And they're not hitting right now, the Mets. So that was a dumb bet if you put that in. I mean, that you're just asking for trouble in that one. You can't. It... You can't put that in a parlay because it does nothing for you at minus 460. It's not. It's an entire result that you need to go your way. And then the parlay just doesn't really move much because they're such a heavy favorite. It's like they're saying before the game, 83% chance that they're going to win. And DeGrom was fine. But it's it's a story as old as time. Oh, DeGrom's on the mound. Mets aren't going to score. Happened again last night. Mm-hmm. And if it happens in the playoffs, they're going home early. I mean, that's – he could be as – he had the home run to Hap, but besides that, he pitched, you know, he, he did a decent job. He was one of his yeah. worst starts, but still, like, he wasn't bad. I mean, he gets, what, six, three runs to six innings. He wasn't terrible. But they didn't score. The bottom line is he could have given up one. They didn't score last mm-hmm. night. So that was a crazy uh, result there. Judge is, yeah. is likely to hit this home run. And, Joe, you're right. Aaron Judge is the MVP. I, I, I just mm-hmm. – this Otani thing, it feels like he'll just want to say it to say it. Aaron yeah. Judge is going to hit 60-something home runs on the American League East winner. He's going to win the MVP. That's it. He, he, he's going to win the AL MVP. And Except for the doofuses on Twitter who are like, oh, well, Otani's under less pressure because his team stinks. How does that make sense? You absolute loser. What are we talking about here? Oh, I hear, I hear that all the time. I hear it all the time. People used he's to like, say oh, it about well, Trout. Otani's great. He's hitting and pitching great, but there's no pressure? What? Yeah, if he doesn't um, do that, they have no chance. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say, though, that there is more pressure on Judge, especially when they were falling over the last month. Sure. So that, that Mets lead down to half game. The White Sox win, gain no ground. Th- their odds went from plus 300 to plus 375 after winning for the division. So wow. That's, a, that's three games tomorrow, White Sox and Guardians, and then they play three times next week. NFL Power Rankings next right here on the BetQL Network.